Today's Anxiety Slayer podcast is brought to you by the Anxiety Slayer Academy. We've been offering a free podcast for almost 10 years to help anyone suffering with anxiety find relief. And now we're helping you go deeper by providing step-by-step support on how you can get the best experience from our favorite tools and techniques for overcoming anxiety. Visit anxietyslayer.com to get our free Anxiety Slayer starter course today. We begin today's show with an Anxiety Slayer success story from a listener who enrolled in our free course and started tapping. Thank you, Anxiety Slayer. I followed the EFT tapping session for the first time in your free course, and after a day of intense anxiety and restless wandering through my workplace, I feel a sense of calmness. My heart and thoughts have stopped racing, and I'm among the living once again. What a nice message to receive. It's always a a pleasure to hear from our listeners to know that something's working and that we can help. Welcome back to the Anxiety Slayer podcast. I'm Shan Vanderleek here with my wonderful friend and co-host Ananga Sevier. We come together from Kent and Leelana to share Anxiety Slayer sessions with you and answer listener questions from our inbox and Facebook page. Together we share a powerful collection of techniques to reduce anxiety. Hello, Ananga. Hey, Shan. Always a pleasure to be with you again for another episode of Anxiety Slayer. This week, we're responding to a question about overcoming trauma that's come up in our group several times this month. We'll begin by talking about important points in processing and recovering from trauma. I think the first thing to share is that it's not all about the technique that it's very important to have compassionate support from an experienced practitioner when you're working through trauma. So we'll start right there. Yeah, we had a lot of questions and discussions in our private Facebook group over the last few weeks, group members discussing trauma and, and asking what can help with releasing trauma. And questions were asked about different modalities, different treatment methods, and so tapping came up, and also something called EMDR, and group members were asking if that might be helpful. What exactly is EMDR, Ananga? It stands for eye movement desensitization and reprocessing. And it's a a therapy that was developed back in the 1980s to help people deal with and heal from experiences that have caused emotional trauma. And then there's also EFT tapping, which you've heard us speak about quite a bit over the years. And EFT is the abbreviation for emotional freedom technique, an effective self-help tool for calming negative emotions. Tapping is a description of the way EFT is used on the body's natural healing energy points or meridian points. These are the same points used in acupuncture to help healing. EFT is like acupuncture for emotional healing, but you can do it for yourself and there are no needles just tapping on a sequence of calming meridian points with your fingertips. You know, it's no surprise that we prefer EFT tapping. Let's talk about why. Again, as we open the the conversation by saying it's as much who you work with for help with trauma as the modality you use. If you have somebody who's really experienced in, in working with trauma and using EMDR, and they're very supportive and able to be thorough and take their time with you, then people have had remarkable results with EMDR. My preference is for tapping because once you know how to tap, 
you have a tool that you can use anytime, anywhere, anytime you have a flashback or you feel some emotional upset or disturbance or you feel triggered. Once you know how to use EFT tapping, you can use it to support yourself, either if you choose to go it alone in, in self-healing or in between sessions working with a practitioner. And the other thing I really like about EFT tapping is it's not necessary to fully access or relive the trauma to get help. When EFT was first uh, developed, it was nicknamed the tearless trauma technique for that reason. And it's been used with thousands of people from veterans of war to members of the public who've been impacted by mass shootings or natural disasters and individuals who've experienced personal and sometimes multiple trauma. EFT tapping is an extremely thorough and compassionate way of helping people work through traumatic memories and experiences. And one of the most simple yet profound ways it can do that is supporting people through telling the story of their experience. Yes. And just step by step working over the, the pain points in that story as they go. And one of the first times I helped somebody do that, it wasn't with what you might call a huge trauma, but it was certainly significant trauma. They'd been burgled. And uh, we worked through the story of the shock points in the burglary using EFT tapping. As soon as they arrived home, for example, and got to their front door, they could see the front door had been forced open, which is traumatic. That's a shock because you immediately know something's happened. Somebody's broken entry into your home. So we tapped for that until that felt more comfortable. Then when she walked into her home, she could see some possessions on the floor, further shock. So we tapped for that. And we just went through recounting the story step by step by step using EFT tapping until at the end of the story, she felt quite matter of fact about him and she wasn't in fear of a repeat occurrence. So I really appreciate EFT's compassionate and, and thorough nature for that. And then again, of course, once she knew how to tap, should she be on her own in the evening and feel uncomfortable, she could tap that anxiety down and feel more confident and calm and more resourceful in her own home again. Yeah, without question. And it's so helpful on top of that to, to be heard, to be witnessed, to be able to go through what happened, knowing that you're fully supported, learning how to tap through it. And then, like you said, being able to do it you know, if something comes up, if something's triggered or think about many, many years ago, I was in a pretty scary car accident and my daughter was in the back seat, and I had, I carried some significant guilt around that uh, for a while until I tapped through it. You know, she was fine. Thank heavens she was fine. I was injured. The car was injured, but we got through it. It wasn't uh, anything. It could have been much worse, I guess, is my point. However, I was still hanging on to some of that trauma. And by sharing the story and tapping through from the point of impact to the ambulance to uh, knowing that my daughter was okay, but she wasn't with me, you know, she was with the police officer. And everything that comes along with that, what could have happened, et cetera, et cetera. And being able to just ah, finally tap through it, release it. And give thanks. It's a valuable thing to do, even on the day-to-day -day things that can become sticking points for us. I have a relative that had a small dog fall through some ice in a lake a while ago, and she had to wade out and break through the ice to get to get to her dog and, and bring her back. And they were both fine, but very smartly the next day, she chose to revisit that spot and stand and tap. Mm. 
for the anxiety that her little friend might be in danger and on all the things that could have happened then. And she went back and, and just stood in that place and tapped through and cleared it, which I thought was, was really smart. There's um, a quote from one of my absolute favorite psychologists, Dr. Edith Egea, and she says that sometimes with trauma, we're like a trapeze artist and we won't let go until we've got something better to hold on to. Sometimes we need help with that. We need help with finding the something better to hold on to. And also we need help with knowing that we don't need to hold on anymore and we can reach over right to the next thing to grasp onto, to, to gain some forward momentum. Sometimes when we've experienced trauma, we hold it in our present tense, not necessarily consciously, but it tends to get stuck in our present tense because there's always that worry that it could happen again. So any trigger point, any memory that where we think, that could happen again. Sometimes we hold trauma there as a reminder, as a hypervigilance, as a protection. Right, right. When, and you're describing post-traumatic stress? Yeah, which, to quote her again, Dr. Eger calls post-traumatic stress reaction, not post-traumatic stress disorder. We're not experiencing a disorder when we feel shaken or afraid or hypervigilant or thrown back into traumatic events via triggers or flashbacks. That's what happens. That's what the mind does. It's how the mind works. So it's very helpful to respond with compassion and understand that that is a natural reaction. To call it a disorder is uh, not a very compassionate response to a very natural reaction to a traumatic event. And as we work through traumatic events, you know, we keep talking about the importance of finding a practitioner who has a thorough understanding of trauma and anxiety. And even better still, somebody that's lived with it and through it, because these are the best equipped practitioners to support you through empathy and understanding and their own work that they've been doing, experience in helping others. So if if you feel like doing this on your own, you know, learning EFT on your own or working through trauma on your own is a bit much, then you definitely want to consider partnering up with somebody that's qualified to help you. Trauma is complex. And along with so much that goes on, the feelings of anger and shame and resentments, all of these things are natural, but sometimes need some additional support. And we know that tapping can help release the shock of these emotions and trauma, and it can help us honor and tell the story of our events without feeling distressed. Memories remain, but the emotional pain goes. So it's a dance. It, it really is. Yeah. And one best danced with compassion and some light shed on the, the knowledge, the lessons that come from these experiences and facilitating the growth that always comes from these dark and painful moments in our lives. There's always the opportunity for, for lessons and for growth. But definitely being with somebody that can show you real understanding. I remember some time ago when I sought help for anxiety, the person I was working with didn't understand anxiety. It was very apparent. They were very well qualified and very good at their job, but they hadn't had anxiety. And it, it made a, a little, for me, a little bit of a sticking point in our, in our relationship because I felt that they didn't really know what I was talking about or what I was experiencing. Yeah. It's always helpful to really work with somebody that can understand you. And Yes, without question. And anxiety and trauma, you know, these things can cast a shadow over our present moment. 
as a, a fear of something that could happen to us again. How often, Ananga, do we hear people worried about, oh my goodness, I had a panic attack last week or in a social setting, and now I have to go back there. Or I had a panic attack when I last traveled or had to drive my car. All of those things set us up for that possibility thinking, right? Mm -hmm. And so then we start to armor ourselves to protect ourselves. But then we kind of create even more stress around what could happen. These uh, emotional shields that we develop that we think keep us safe actually don't. They can sometimes be very, very good at keeping out the good stuff, <laughs> like emotional connection and and asking for support versus what you think, you know, that protection piece. And I've been there. I, I know what it's like to be armored, and I know you do too. So it's important when working with trauma to have support to grow your sense of internal meaning, strength, and joy, and to remember more than anything else that you're not defined by what's happened to you even though trauma can make it feel that way. Yeah, really important to remember that what happens to us isn't us. And to ask, what now? What can I do now? This has happened. Mm -hmm. What can I do now? What steps can I take to support myself and to regain a sense of deep-rootedness and, and balance and, and connect with the meaning in my life? Whatever healing modality you choose to try, and whether you try, to try it on your own, or whether you feel like you're ready to work with a trained professional, make sure that you feel comfortable, as comfortable as you can with, with that person if you do choose to go the one-to-one -one route. You should never feel any pressure or discomfort. It's important to feel safe, to be heard, and to be able to take your time and explore any surrounding issues with a sense of safety and understanding. More than anything, you deserve compassion and quality support. If you don't feel you are receiving this, we recommend that you find a new practitioner. And thanks so much for listening to Anxiety Slayer. We're grateful that you choose to listen in every week. You can learn more about EFT tapping for clearing trauma at anxietyslayer.com forward slash EFT. Or if you're ready for private coaching support, you can set up a session with Ananga at anxietyslayer.com forward slash coaching. <laughs>